0: I'm resetting. This is Spooks McGee from the Late Bloomer podcast. Welcome to the show. Doing a fourth episode, um, and I'm really feeling like uh, super hyped up because I just came to a conclusion, to a realization. I think that we invented hip-hop when I say we I'm talking about my culture I'm actually an American and I'm super American I'm probably like the most American but I'm also super Jamaican there's people who told me man you're so Jamaican but here's the thing so I may be American I may have been born in America I may be the most uh, Jamaican Jamaicanist Jamaican ever that ever Jamaican and I probably am lost to a lot of things that are considered uh, true Jamaican culture because I'm a Late Bloomer, that's the name of the podcast. But I am going to stand on my ground and I'm going to say for a fact that I genuinely think that Jamaican people invented hip-hop. Yes! <laughs> and so, um, basically, the reason why I think this is this. Okay, so think about this. So, in uh, 1970, uh I don't remember the exact date. I want to say uh, early 1970s, like 1971 or something like that. Um, DJ Cool Herc, right? He went to the Bronx um, when he was a young man and he brought some things that he used to do when he was in Jamaica. His father was a musician. And basically, he uh, would spin records and he would do something that's called toasting or talking or chatting on records. Basically, you know, hyping up the crowd, um, uh, getting people all hyped and, and, you know, talking over the records. And the whole sound system, the sound system that we know today is essentially based off of what they invented which is basically the two turntables, the microphone, uh, the sound system with the big speakers. And that party, I mean, it's very widely known. It's very you know, o- openly recognized that DJ Cool Herc is the creator or the godfather of the genre. And so I think that if we really want to be technical about exactly what happened, You know, if he's from Kingston, Jamaica, and what he does is a Jamaican art form, then therefore, what we've expounded on essentially started in Jamaica. So, Jamaicans invented hip-hop, right? No? Okay, well, before I get into that, I just want to just talk about some general things. Um, First of all, I hope that everybody is being safe. Um, I understand that this uh, pandemic is causing a lot of issues. If anybody wants, oh, I, I'm going to put a number in here just in case anybody wants to call and uh, discuss this with me. Uh, 470-755-2225. Again, I'm going to post that on Instagram and I'm going to post that on Facebook. Um, so the people that are listening, I'm doing this live. Of course, the actual production itself is not going to be live. It's going to be something that I will put up later, maybe in about two days or so. Maybe I'll put it up tonight. Who knows? Um, it actually is, is really easy to put it up. But um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, this COVID-19 thing is crazy, man. Um, I really didn't want to talk about it because I felt like um, everyone has their take. Everyone has these conspiracy theories. Everyone is concerned about what's going on. Everyone thinks that they know what's happening. Some people are... Uh, Are saying, you know, that it's safe to go out. Some people are saying it's not. The president sort of alluded to um, the idea of taking disinfectants or or, or inserting light into the body. And what trips me out about this dude talking is this basically like it's kind of funny that he just does not take responsibility for what he said. He doesn't go, oh, yeah, I was wrong. You know, my bad. He just goes, No, I said that on purpose because I wanted to make you look stupid. It's like, oh my gosh, bro, this shit's ridiculous. But, um, yeah, so what really made me start to realize, okay, so I'm I'm getting off topic, but, um, basically I'm going to give you a general, um, update. So, as me personally, I've just been having a pretty, uh, basic, uh, week, um, doing a lot of, um, you know, nothing, trying my best to stay productive and busy, but I've been having an issue with, um, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just like some kind of like low energy, uh, taking over my energy and making me feel, uh, like, you know, underproductive. I mean, I had a po- a, a positive moment where I did some really great things that I feel, you know, could actually be useful. Um, I have a single that I'm going to drop on Friday. Um, Pretty much I'm going to do it as like a, a single, but the single will sit by itself and it, I'm not going to make any money off of it because I'm thinking that I'm going to do a, do it as a full fundraiser, at least my portion. I know that the producer who originally did it, uh, Stone, uh, Winston, he, uh, he um, you know, would want his portion. I'm not going to delegate what happens with his portion of the money, but... Um, I definitely, uh, think that in this time it would just be a great gesture. Um, and I feel that if I'm going to put out a single that's based around my grandmother, that it would be super tacky for me to be making money off of it. Um, and it would seem like I'm doing it in a way where it's just like, oh, you know, I'm using my grandmother's death as a way to capitalize off of it. So I, I, really felt, uh, you know, deep, uh, connection to this, uh, uh, idea that i had with this song for my grandmother and so i uh didn't want to just like you know release uh, i mean i wanted to release it because i felt like the the wisdom that my grandmother dropped on me um i shouldn't keep it to myself and she said a lot of really cool things what's up aja so he said she said a lot of really cool things that stuck with me um but in the song i I kept it down to a few um, things like okay, all in. Take care of your habits. That your habits are good ones. Or uh, um, that was something about habits are easy to make but hard to break. Take care of your habits. That your habits are good ones. Stuff like that. Or um, she used to say uh, this old Jamaican saying, uh, "Puss belly full, rat body bitter," which basically, if I'm not mistaken on the translation, means something like um, she. Uh, if you your eyes are bigger than your stomach or something like that, and if you uh, uh, if a cat is eating a mouse and he's eating it quick that he forgets about the butthole, so the butthole is bitter. I think there's just something about pacing. The idea of that that catchphrase is pacing. <laughs> Puss, puss is a cat, the belly is full, the rat, they're eating it, the bati is the butt, and it's bitter. So I put that in the song. I also put uh, something that she used to say because she was a vegetarian um, for a long time. She uh, um, spent most of her life as a vegetarian. So whenever people would talk about food, she would always say, No moo moo, no cluck cluck, no swish swish, no oink oink on my dishes. And... Uh, <laughs> It's just a real big loss because I don't know if y'all know, but um, the whole reason why I even do music in the first place is because of my grandmother. Like, you know, everything about what I do, like I said, is all because of her. Like, she bought me my first studio. She, um, you know, she didn't buy me a studio per se, but she did like let me use her house as a main thoroughfare to record stuff. Oh. <laughs> So, um, side note, the uh, shirt that I'm wearing is uh, is a miraculous piece of cloth, and I don't understand how it's able to survive all the test of time. But this is a marching band shirt from, I want to say, 2003. So, I mean, how many years is that? I'm not good at math. So, um, But, yeah, it says, who are we on the front? And on the back, it says, Knights, which was the the, uh, Irvington High School in New Jersey's uh, mascot was the knight, a knight in shining armor, a blue knight. And so, um, for some reason, I've I've been able to keep this shirt intact. And uh, I have no idea why or how, but this shirt has been able to uh, stick around for the longest. So... Shout out to uh, Jason Clark, one of my other influencers as far as the reason why I do music. It's just like, you know, there's so much different uh, influences that I got to shout out. I got to give credit to, you know. Um, When I was in marching band, you know, I probably wasn't the best student because I spent a lot of time cutting class and breaking into the marching band when I wasn't in school to go and talk to... um, uh my band members or play spades or play around with the drums and um you know a lot of my percussive style comes from the marching band so really big shout out to Jason Clark um and I hope that him and his family is doing well um but yeah um but what I was saying so my grandmother is the focus of this single that I'm dropping on Friday and so uh what, what happened was I essentially grew up as a Seventh-day Adventist because of uh, her uh, moving me out and, and bringing me to uh, uh, New Jersey from Florida. So once I got into her house, it wasn't a question. I'm going to church with her on Saturday. That's how it does, and we're, we're worshiping the Sabbath. So you better not turn on the TV. You better not do this and do that on the Sabbath. It's the Sabbath. So um, it was very important to uh, her. And so I felt that it was a good idea to take the uh, song and uh, make it basically an ode to what she was always talking about, like stressing the importance of the Fourth Commandment. Like if they put the Fourth Commandment in with the... um, If they put the Fourth Commandment in with the... uh, other commandments that are like, murder, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not commit adultery, whatever. Um, If they're putting, if they're equating worshiping the holy 24 hour Sabbath with murder, that maybe, just maybe, um, it uh, is important. (laughs) So, uh, that was her thing. She was like, you know, in my house, you better not do this on the Sabbath, you better not do that on the Sabbath, because That's what she was about, you know? And uh, so in the beginning of the song, I talk about uh, the uh, Sabbath and worshiping the Sabbath and the fourth commandment and all that stuff. And then I also talk about uh, some stuff that she would say because she was really into health and fitness. And uh, she would talk about, uh, you know, the body is a temple of the Lord thy God and all that stuff. And, you know, so... You know, it did hold some weight, and I do still hold it to this day a little bit. And um, a lot of the... And actually, the song itself references an old uh, Mento song. Um, see, Mento music is... This is the reason why I'm glad that I'm talking about how hip-hop influenced is, is heavily influenced by Jamaican culture. Because um, Mento music is like the Calypso, the traditional Jamaican music that originated in um, uh, Jamaica. And one of the most popular songs that you've probably heard is called Linstead Market. It comes from... uh, Well, Harry Belafonte made a very poppy or like watered-down version of the song. If you listen to his song, he goes... Daylight come me wango home. And if you listen to her song, she uh, well the my grandmother's version which is the original mental version, it goes daylight and me wango home. So there's a little bit of, of more raw patois um to the lyrics of this song. But I found it interesting that you know the people that came to the Bronx in the 70s uh that you know started these parties that um, started to do these uh, gatherings of sorts. Um, this is what they they know. They knew about uh, the traditional music, Linstead Market, Dry Weather House, like all these old calypso songs that are you know not not pre calypso, pre reggae that that started the sound of what we know as reggae and reggae music, which also started the sound of what we know as like dance hall and then dance hall and chatting and screaming on records. And, you know, that kind of thing transitioned to being, you know, hip hop, which is pretty much, you know, when sampling came into play, when people were spinning records, they would, they would speed up the, the, the old roots reggae and they would, you know, do the dance hall to it. And it was just like a a smooth transition. But one of the things that really makes me think that a lot of the, um, originators of the culture that we know today are pretty much Jamaican is not only uh, is DJ Cool Herc widely accepted as the godfather of hip hop, and he's straight from Kingston. um, I also think that um, there's a lot of some of the best rappers that you have ever heard are actually of Jamaican and West Indian descent. I mean, uh, Biggie Smalls... um, Busta Rhymes, uh, I mean, Special Ed, uh, Heavy D, Joey Badass, um, you know, uh, Smith and Wesson, uh, so many, um, I mean, Pete Rock. C.L. Smooth and Pete Rock. Um, and then not, not just uh, talking about Jamaica in general, but just overall West Indian influence. Like, you got a lot of Trinidadians, a lot of Haitians, a lot of uh, Dominicans and Puerto Ricans. And, and these are, like, some of the top people, like, as far as, like, lyricism and catchy music and catchy songs, catchy hooks. Um, and uh, that's why I feel so strongly. It's like some of the best architects of the culture are Jamaican, you know, Grand Puba, um like I said, H- Haji, Joey Badass, um DJ Cool Herc, Sean Kingston, Pete Rock, um you know, pff, the list goes on. Spliff Star, um Buster Rhymes. Well, Spliff is actually uh, I believe Trini, but um you know, there's also a lot of like you know, really good MCs that are just from the West, like the you know the Caribbean of of Caribbean descent, um, ASAP Ferg, Fife Dog, um, you know. There's just so many really, really good um, people of West Indian Caribbean descent that pretty much um, helped to shape what we know today. Not only that, you know, hip hop and Jamaicans and just Jamaican culture in general has often been uh um infused in the genre overall um for as long for as far back as the early beginnings people have always been having <laughs> oh that's my ear horn I just wanted to do that again but um people have always had that um and so uh it's always been a thing for as long as I can remember there's always been a heavy heavy influence. Um, on the culture, and uh, it led me to come to a kind of a clickbaity type of conclusion that, well, if Jamaicans are directly responsible for um, this uh, sound and the way that we that we do the sound and the systems in which we implement to make the sound exist that, in essence, Jamaicans literally invented what we know today as hip-hop. So, um, I got some people here that said that they would want to talk to me about this on live, so I'm going to hit them up and, uh, see what they, what they, uh. Hey, what's going on? This is the Late Bloomer podcast. How may I help you? Who am I speaking with? Lorenzo? Lorenzo? Yes,
1: sir. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay.
0: I'm here. Yeah, having a little trouble hearing you, but um so what do you think? What do you think about what I'm saying? Am I am I being uh clickbaity, am I? <laughs> am I um? Am I being clickbaity, Am I? Am I just saying some stuff that that doesn't make any sense? I mean, you were there from the beginnings, right?
2: Yeah, I, I you know, hip hop. I, I mean, my my, my generation has pushed hip hop off. I mean, hip hop is. Uh, I mean, most. You know, I mean, I, I'm listening to your podcast. I yeah. Mean, I mean, you're saying some good, good stuff. I mean, but hip hop, hip hop consists of so much that uh, it, it it literally goes beyond music. It's it, it's a way of life, you know. Hip hop, hip hop is a way of life. It, I mean, it goes from the clothes to the cathedral to the breakdancing to I, I mean, it just it's so broad that. Um, it it it, it, it evolved into a culture, all in of itself.
0: Right, right, and that's true. I don't think that that we can say uh, that hip hop is not is more than just rapping on beats. It's a culture. There's five elements. There's lots of um you know it's it's influencing fashion. It's influencing sound. It's influencing um you know, the way people speak. Um, we hear newscasters saying slangs like off the hook and things like that. <laughs> things that we ha- we know for a fact come directly from the hip-hop culture. There's a lot of talking in your background, though. It's, it's picking up.
3: Hold
0: on. Alright. But, um, yeah. I understand what you're saying. But And I understand that now, at this point, hip-hop has evolved way past just what we know, which is just like Oh, it's uh two turntables and a microphone and people are breakdancing and they they have on like Kangles and shit <laughs> or, or Adidas. Um but what I'm saying is that you know you know Tom Tom uh uh what's his name? What's his name? <sighs> Not what's what's his name? What's the name? Ford? What's his name? Uh I'm trying
1: to figure out what are you
2: talking about. The guy
0: who invented cars? In the oh, United States. About? Well, one of the things Ford, Ford
2: in, uh, was one, of the, one of the first biggest car
0: dealers in America. Ford. There you go. So what I'm saying is when this guy Ford came up with the horseless carriage, right? He pretty much started a movement. Now there are people who have invented new cars that have that exist that way that are way more advanced than what he had initially thought of. But we can say without a shadow of a doubt that what we know today as the modern automobile industry. Is something that started from one person's idea, right, or a group of people that thought that this, that this, um, you know electronic, uh, you know, mechanical version of a horse and carriage could, could be bigger than just the one little thing. And it shook up the whole, uh, industry. So what I'm saying is when, when Cool Herc decided that what was going on in the Bronx was, 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 was stressful and he wanted to have some parties and make people feel good. And what he did was he, he, he set up the system that what that was known in Jamaica. Now the Bronx was bad, but you got to think about it, man. Jamaica was way worse. And they were still having a good time, putting together good parties and having a good time, and creating a culture that, when he came to New York, he brought along with him the sound system that we know today was based off of what they were doing in Jamaica.
2: Well, I, I, well, when you, when you talk about the sound system itself, I mean that's a whole different, different feel. You know, you're, you're talking about a feel. Um. Um. But when, like when hip hop first started off you know it wasn't even I mean it was just raw talent it wasn't even about a sound I mean you, you know uh, now I'm talking about uh, rap I'm just going on to the rap you, you know it, it, it was it was it was it was two people outside with no beats it wasn't even beats it was just rap people now call it battle rap you know and it, it's but it's different, from how how your generation do battle rap today than how we did it or or they did it back then, you know. So, um, you, you know, it, it, it was it was it was just command of language, of, of, of slang language, of, of like like you said, language. You know, putting words together, metaphors, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. So. You know, and then the music came later. The music, you you know, the music behind it came later. Yeah, came later. You just had, you just had two dudes. You know, just 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 spilling. Yeah, you know, just spilling. And and everybody wanted to see who the ill. Was. And then you know, and 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 even before they really start putting uh, music per se behind it, it was just beatboxing. The you know, you know, somebody back there spitting with the b-bop, and then you was rapping over that. Yeah. And then they, then they started. That's when, then they, then it went into the records, cutting the records. You, you know, and someone rapping and this, that, and the other. It went to, it went. What, what I'm trying to say, it went through one degree to another degree to yeah. another degree to another degree. So when you talk about sound, I mean, you know, like you're saying, um, reggae, so, I mean, the, that that sound, that rhythm. That, that came from Trinidad and
0: different other places, of course that became a uh, real big influence on. So I think that what you're saying is like, yeah, of course, um, what we know today uh, as far as hip hop and the sound before sound came, you know, before there was even uh, recording equipment, you know, uh, I remember I was watching uh, the documentary on um, uh, Quincy Jones and he was talking about how he said to Kendrick Lamar, hey, where did hip hop come from? And he probably like it blew my mind because he, he was about to put him on game because he knew what he was going to say. He's going to say, "Yo, yeah, the Bronx. But he's like, no, it came from Africa when the priests would chant to the rhythms. So I know that what we're talking about, where people are getting together and showing their prowess and their lyrical ability and their ability to play with rhythms and play with sound and basically kill boredom by talking and dancing. Uh, The Africans did it before slavery. The Africans did it during slavery. The Africans did it after slavery. Whatever Africans ended up in the Caribbean uh, did it too. So yeah, essentially, the answer is not that Jamaicans in general invented hip hop, but that hip hop was born out of desperation and people that were just wanting to entertain themselves and 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 you know show each other's abilities and creative you know thing like you said bebop and you know you know spoken word and the literature and word has always been there and reciting words in front of people and around people has always been there and so yeah i mean hip hop was always a thing for as far back as you can, as long as as far back as we can speak we ha- we were impl- implementing rhythm and sound and words and using it to entertain people you go back as far as like, you know, the stories about Jesus talking, you know, he used a lot of parables and similes and, and metaphors and he would stand up in front of people and, and get the crowd together. And, you know, if anything, I feel like what Jesus did was the most hip hop thing that ever existed because he pretty much was just spitting his stuff, <laughs> you know. But what I'm saying is I understand that things go way back further than 1970 when Cool Herc had the parties in the Bronx. However. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about is What we know as The person on the microphone With the beat, rapping That thing Came from Jamaica
2: Well, yeah uh, I, 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 I mean When, when, when you uh, Just the Jamaican sound And uh, their music Period Just, just their music uh, before rap was rap, Jamaicans was Jamaicans was rapping. Yeah, you understand? I mean, they wasn't singing the way
3: how, and but they didn't they didn't necessarily call it rapping. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. They didn't
2: necessarily call it rapping. I uh, I I mean, uh, Jesus Christ! You can look at uh, Bob Marley. I mean, what he was doing was
3: singing. No, kind of his. It was like
0: more rapping, yeah, than singing, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, don't let love fool you. Oh no, you, you know it wasn't. Don't let love, love fool you. Yeah, it wasn't doing that. yeah. It was very talk singing, like kind of like how rappers are like nowadays singing, but not sing singing, exactly like belting. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, so
2: Jamaica Jamaicans was doing that. Yeah. Wow. You, you know, they they call it reggae. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You know, they called
3: it reggae. You know, and and, and when, and when you, you look at music in general, everything was a bite off of something, mm-hmm. and then you made it your you made it your own thing. Yeah. you
2: know what I'm saying. So so that's that's what a uh, uh, rapping uh, kind of did. They 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 just made it their own thing, and 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 um like like you you brought out very well uh, uh, um. Uh, about the house parties and, and the pranks, and your history is on is, is, is pretty much on point of, of, of in the in the area that you're talking about. I mean, it's, it's pretty much on point. So, um, you know, uh, but you, you know, hip hop is hip hop is so vast. it's yeah. just, just so it's just so vast. Yeah, I mean, I mean. I, I remember just you know, I I remember catching the path over there in New York, you know just just to hear the battles over in the Bronx, just to hear the battles, you know. And then you know it came out with 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 with, with, uh, with, with beatboxing and, and rocking on top, and then it was then it was uh, break dancing. And, and you, you know. And so all of that became part of hip hop culture. So basically like, when
0: you were a child, were you like watching all this unfold?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I mean, listen, uh uh man, I I I, I literally
0: uh, I don't know if you you uh, listen to drink drink chance. Oh yeah, um, and, um Nori. You know,
2: they yeah, Nori, Yeah. And the iPods and stuff and and, and
1: and I'm, I'm listening to, to Maury and some of the
2: some of the stories and and we're like wow I remember that I not saying I remember that I I'm like I
1: remember that like yeah. I
2: was I was I was around that I was there you know what I'm saying yeah and I'm like wow and, and you know and, and and you don't know what's going to be relevant in history when it when it's actually happening, happening. yeah you know you know you may be there. You, you you never knew like you know who who would have thought that that hip hop would be the way it is today.
0: Yeah, it's trippy, real trippy.
2: Yeah, you know all nationalities. Hmm. Uh, you, you you can't name a nationality that that you, you know that's not into hip hop. Yes. Uh, young people, you know.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, some old
2: heads grow out of it Yeah, to a certain degree, you know, if they ain't making money in it. Yeah. But, you know, I, I mean, the way they dress, the way they sneakers, I, I remember I remember the Kangol's. I I I, I I, I, I remember the whole facet of it. You, you know, you had to have, I mean, the hat, everything. It was, it was a look.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, it was
0: a look. Well, here's the thing. I want to ask you something, though, um, because not very often do you get to talk to people who were actually there to witness this happening in real time. So what was the first time that you heard... Or saw something that was hip hop related that made you go, man, this is something special, and then made you want to find out how to get into these clubs and how to, you know, how to get to these parties and how to find out where this was happening and like, how did it, like, what happened? What, what was the song that made you go, wow? How did you feel? I really am interested in that, you know. Like, really, it was like I said to you, it
2: was just hearing, you know, being being over there in, in New York in the Bronx and just hearing people I, I saw the crowd Yeah, and then I went over there and I don't even know who these who these people literally was yeah. they never really made it in hip hop you know what I'm saying mm. I'm talking about like you know blew up or whatever the case may be yeah. and
0: but you're talking about, this was you know, before it was even um, considered as a viable before, source of income. Like, it wasn't even a thought that people could, quote-unquote, blow up. Yeah, it was just... Yeah, it
1: Listen, it, 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 this, this was before Sugar
0: Hill Gang. Was, this was, this, this, wow.
2: This, this, this was before, before they were putting rap on wax. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah Uh, rhyming you, you, you know that's that rhyming and, and, and that was the first thing they uh basically uh was you know instead before they said rapping it was like they rhyming you know rhyming with words you know
0: so and, people were like what do you mean people were, didn't know what you were talking about huh
2: nah, nah nobody nobody knew what I was talking about rhyming and then you know and, and, and we, we, we all and I, we started just going over there and it was a hit and miss yeah. it was a hit and miss it wasn't like you know at that point in time it wasn't like that you go
3: to the park or whatever the case may be someone was out there every day yeah. you know what I'm saying but
2: as it grew and more people started gathering you know I mean you go there to about any weekend and boom but then it was like you know especially when it when it, when it moved into the music that you go to any house party somebody grabbing the mic wow you know
1: and then before it was like, you, you, you know, uh, uh, again, before it was rapping, they was calling it
2: DJ. And now DJing and got a whole different thing. But they was calling it DJing. You, you know, guy would get on, get and he, he'd start cutting up, and he'd, and, and he'd just be
0: talking. They still call DJs, uh, rappers in Jamaica, they still call them DJs.
2: Yeah, yeah. but but that's what that, that, that's what they, they, they labeled it as, like, here at first. Yeah, and then the, the 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 terminology terminology rapping came into effect, you know. And then when you know when you had um, and
0: wait, uh, bef- hold up! Before you uh, even go there, when they were doing the the bebop and the jazz, they would say, "Well, why don't you talk your rap, brother?" That's how they used to say it. That was what they said, right?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. You, 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 you know, um, um, when they said like in, in the 70s, 60s, when they talk about rap, at, at that point, I was talking, they're talking about, talking, your, your, your uh, talk to girls or women. Yo, let <laughs> me hear your rap. You know, you're, you're,
1: you're, you're, you know, that's, that's what that was laying
2: down at then. Yeah. But rap being, being, you know, like I said, it evolved from DJing, and then, you, you, you know, um, you know, cause, uh, like, even 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 DJing became part of hip-hop hmm. because the mixing and, and the scratching of records and, you, 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 you know, I, I remember when I first heard somebody scratch a record. I'm like, whoa, what the
0: hell? Right. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> oh, man, they fucking up that record, man. They, they're scratching it up. What's wrong with it?
2: Yeah, it, 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 it blew your mind.
1: Yeah. And everybody. I, I remember
2: my brother. He went and bought turntables, and yeah.
1: well, everybody wanted to be
0: a DJ. Everybody cause wow. they wanted to rap. To cut records. Do you remember what happened with like um, the Zulu Nation and them actually trying to create like an actual system? Like, okay, well, hip hop has this. It's four. Ele- is, is it four or five elements? I can't remember. DJ scratching, break dancing, rapping, graffiti. <laughs> Like do, do you remember when you know Africa and and the Zulu Nation were trying to create like a structure for all this randomness? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, they did really. I mean, like, they, it wasn't like they was trying to. I, I mean, they, they did, did it in, in a lot of ways.
3: They, yeah, they did. Yeah, you, you know, I
2: mean, Zulu Nation, uh, you know, was was. Was it? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, was it? You, you know, and um, you, you know, it became rules to the game, and even, 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 even to get into different clubs, different house parties, or whatever the case may be. Hmm. I mean, you had to know, you had to know somebody. It, it you know what I'm saying? Dang. If you wanted to be in the mix. Yeah. It wasn't like you could just come up in there and pay five dollars and walk <laughs> through the door.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it was kind of like a, like an underground uh, secret club that no one really knew about unless it was a person who told them about it.
2: Yeah, the clubs didn't listen. The clubs didn't want to hear that.
0: So you had to do it in houses and backyards and.
2: Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you you didn't you, you you know the clubs in New York, garage and all the different clubs over there at that point in time. You know you didn't go in there doing that. Day. You know, once it became credible on the street and it started
3: pulling people, yeah.
2: then it, it, it got to, you know, club worthy, where people started getting the mic and, 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 you know, and rapping or whatever in the clubs. Hmm. But first, it, it was just house parties and, like I said, in the parks on the corner, you know, you know, where, where, wherever, 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 hmm. like you, you, you know, um, I, I think in, in, in the big
1: and small movie, he he described how he was just
2: walking down the street and someone wanted to battle him, and that's how it was. If you had a name for yourself, then another rapper wanted to battle, you. another DJ or whatever you, they would calling himself back then, they wanted to battle you, hmm. you know, and 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 they searched
1: for you. Wow. <laughs> you know, if if if, if 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 anybody, if
2: someone came around and said, "Yo, man, did you hear that guy only?" and and then like another doctor hear your name, yeah, you know, he got to prove his skills is better than yours, especially if y'all living in, in like you know you, you come from Irvington, so if y'all both are in Irvington, y'all, gotta hmm.
1: y'all,
2: y'all got to meet. Y'all got to. It's just no doubt about it
0: that wow. y'all got to me. Wow, wow. So um, the I saw also too that this was getting so popular that anytime that there were a group of three or four men or women that were gathered, it was time to cipher up. And uh, I I don't remember what I was watching, but. I think it was like mid nineties. It was the point where they had implemented uh, the stop and frisk, and uh, Rudy Giuliani, I believe, was the was the mayor at the time. They would often, you know, harass the young men and women that were ciphering up, and then like. Like, hey, you got to break this up. And they're like, hey, they're they just rapping. They, I don't know what it was I was watching, but it was a big thing that the cops, you know, were always suspicious about men or, or gathered and, and they were just doing something positive.
2: Listen, anytime you get you, you get a group of black people uh, together, <laughs> you know, it was same. you know, more, more, more than more than three black people is, is a gang. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. More than three of y'all is a gang. And you know, if you get fifteen so and that's
0: a riot. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, um, you, you know, uh, um, you know, especially powers to be. Right. Yeah,
3: I'm just gonna use that word.
0: So, with the NYPD being so vicious, the fact that they were able to make this so much organized and all that stuff, it's really pretty miraculous because there was nothing going in their favor to make it really work, you know?
2: Listen, no, no listen, not, that's the way everything starts, especially in the black community. I mean, you, you know, they had uh, professors studying rap. They literally were studying rap hmm. because they they didn't understand the lingo.
1: Hmm.
2: Certain slang that they were using in rap and stuff, and, you know, you got to understand, you know, when you take it back, to slavery in America. That's how they passed messages through songs. The the, the slave master thought that they was
0: you know uh, 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 just singing hymns or mm-hmm. whatever chanting. Follow the drinking gourd. <laughs> yeah. So they they pass passing messages from one
2: plantation to the other plantation to the other plantation like that. Wow. So when that come up, you know it has disturbed
3: when they don't know. Oh, what is this? Right. What is right. That? What that word, what does that word
0: mean? Right. You, you know, they started creating their own words. Yeah, yeah. And also, I noticed that a lot of these... And someone had said this to me. I want to shout out to um uh Rosebud. Um She was talking about how, like... Yeah, the dudes that became popular MCs were not really street dudes, but they used all the street stuff because that's, you know how they were able to, you know, create their aesthetic. A lot of the dudes that were the architects of this stuff were really just nerds and dorks. Like you had to be a real dorky person to want to know the best words to say to somebody or, you know, break apart a a a, a motherboard so you can create a new device or figure out a way to make the sound seamless between the the loops. Like you got to be a super dork to really do that stuff. So, uh, you know, I felt like a lot of these rappers that were actually just nerds, like, you know, book bookworms and, like, you know, uh, tech geeks that um, were intrigued by the street culture that, you know, took that stuff and then, you know, put it into, like, their music and their art and stuff like that. But they weren't really that, and so... The bookworms, the, the, the geeks, yeah it to another level. That's what the
2: geeks did. Mm. Me, like I told you, in the beginning, hip-hop, yeah. hip-hop couldn't be a nerd right you couldn't be a geek right <laughs> listen it was dangerous it, it wasn't <laughs> listen, 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 <laughs> the crowd you was around was dangerous it wasn't
1: like you you you, you know I, I mean
2: listen you had to fit in
3: yeah yeah
2: or else like yo who that nigga yeah <laughs> you, 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 you understand what I'm saying? Right, right, I right. Mean, you, listen, and if you were the geek, you better come in there acting the part. Right. You better not come in there geeking out. You, <laughs> right. You better come in there acting apart. The right. Or else you get kicked out. I mean, even in the clubs back in those days, house parties, let me tell you, they just did not allow you in. Hmm. Remember what I told you? You didn't get in, not unless you know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and they vouch for you, but you wasn't getting in. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You right. just wasn't getting in. Right. You, you know, tech guys, tech guys just took your sound and everything to a different level. Mm. To a different level. Mm. You know, I mean, e- e- even when you talk about the, the, the uh, late 80s, mid-80s and, and the early 90s or whatever, you know, um, rap. Uh, 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 just in, 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 the, in the mid-90s, you start getting these guys that's not living the life. You know, they're rapping, whatever the case may be, they ain't about that life. Right. We should start be about that life. You're talking about it started in the Bronx, dog. Mm. <laughs> you, 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 you know, so... It, it, you know, New York is just New York. I, listen, I I remember when I I I remember when LL uh, I, I, I when, uh, uh L. L. Couture, and he had uh, my, he came out with my radio. That was like one of his first big hits. Yeah, and um, I I remember him coming to Jersey. Everybody that came to New York got robbed. <laughs> you know. Literally, I'm telling you.
3: Yeah. I'm telling you. I, that,
2: that, that, listen, you, you, you. You know, like, even today, like, my Brooklyn crew and, and all of us, we talk, and i like, listen, I come to Brooklyn, but y'all never come to North. It was that rough.
3: Mm. Mm.
2: It literally was that rough. So you're a rapper, you're trying to get your name, and you really ain't about that life, you, you, you get yourself shot. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. Right.
2: You know. You know. I'm, I'm talking about in the beginning. In the beginning, That's yeah. Got a lot of people that had skills. Yeah. They ain't really they perpetrating on the mic. Yeah. They didn't really live that life. Right. Right. You know. You still have some that that lived the life. Don't get me wrong about it. But a lot of them are just perpetrating. Right. Uh, 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 because listen, when rap first came out and how raw and in, in, in the how it was.
1: They were just talking about everyday life, mm. living in the hood, the
2: roughness of it, or whatever the case may be.
1: Yeah. When you look at N.W.A., you, you know, which is later
2: on, N.W.A. N.W.A. just became so popular because they was talking about
1: everyday
2: life, literally. You, you know, they were going. Yeah. literally mm. coming up with something that happened with them you know on their
1: way to school or whatever the case may
0: be yeah.
2: and then they would
0: throw it down so and a lot of these I mean, young people that didn't really read newspapers them, or watch the news or stuff like that they were pretty much getting the whatever information directly from the rappers at the time yeah we, we, I,
2: I, I, I mean when rap started becoming popular they started trying to ban the music you, you know, cause rap took on a whole, that's what I'm saying. When hip hop started, it took on a whole nother form. It took on a whole another form. Right. I mean, back in the day, you didn't hear all the cursing and, uh, you, you, you know, you, you know. now a lot of things, you know, about four-letter words, four-letter words, and you ain't using the B word, this, that, and yellow, blah, 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 blah. You heard none of that none of that back in, in when it started off nobody was like in, in, in this, this this you know nobody was doing
3: that yeah you know? unless they were you like
2: you had to have a good vocabulary yeah you had yeah. to
3: have a
1: good
0: vocabulary unless and, they, and, they were like one of those and, like shock value artists like you know Blowfly or something like that that did like party records and would rap nasty stuff
2: yeah yeah I, 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 I mean when you look at Rockem, you look at Rockem. You, you look at some of the early ones that that made it, even the ones that first came on, White Sugar Hill Gang, and and, and 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 all of them, you know, even even, even the people that started the suit crew, none of them used uh, uh, curse words yeah. in the
3: beginning.
2: And if they Nobody, did, it
0: was very light. It was a very few. I, I know the Boogie Down Productions. I, I listened to a lot of that stuff. Because remember, this show is called the Late Bloomer Podcast mainly because of the fact that. I really my first inf- introduction into the hip hop sound was through the like my most me- memorable introduction. I probably had other stuff, but it was the Marshall Mathers LP, which I think came out in two thousand and one or something like that. So um, I've been doing a lot of post listening. So you know, listening to Rakim, Eric B and Rakim, listening to um, you know, uh, what's Big Daddy Kane, listening to. Um, the Boogie Down Productions, listening to a lot of this early stuff, yeah, th- there was some cursing, but it wasn't like all over the place all the time.
2: Yeah, and I'm telling you, the first uh, you you won't find a curse word in the Sugar Hill game. You know, none of it. I I can't think of
3: any rap off the bat yeah. that they was
1: cursing. Right.
2: You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, and uh, a Curtis Blow, you don't see the cursing. You, you, you know, uh, Rapper's Delight. You don't see the cursing. Uh, get, uh, you know, download Rapper's Delight and, and listen to all that. You know, I think you only have like two
0: hours. <laughs> that song to- is what, like 10 minutes long? How long is that song? 15 minutes long? So? Uh, oh,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: so... Um, but don't get me know. started on that song because that actually song is kind of like funny to me because... Um, it just confirms my idea that Jersey people are really shysty <laughs> because the whole song was a, the whole song was a rip. Like it was a uh, he bit off of somebody else's joint. He wasn't even an MC. He was just saying some other rapper's thing. That's, look, that's what we was talking about with music, like that you was talking about
1: with 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 uh, uh, Jamaicans, you, you know, and yeah. and, and Biden, you, you you know, you know. You, you you
3: you know you see something you like and then you try to turn it into your own. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, uh,
2: uh, like now we talk to people. Especially young people, you know. I talk to a lot of young people, you know, especially coming out of high school. But everybody want to be a rapper, everybody want to be a producer, or whatever the case may be. This, that, and the other. And uh, a lot of times, what I what I have found, I'm just talking about, I ain't speak to everybody, but I'm just talking about what I have found. Yeah. You know, personally, they don't even know music. Mm. Like, they
3: can't
2: play music.
3: Right. Like,
2: it has become so, you know, you just, you just you can go and still beats that you just find beats. Shout out to Young she just Dad. Had bars.
0: Yeah.
2: She just had bars, man. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. And I th- then I, 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 she was on sway in the morning. Sway put her on. Yeah. And I and I and I heard her again, and I was like, whoa, this this chick, you know. And then that's when I started following her.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, after the first time she was on sway in the morning, I heard her before. Someone let me listen to her. and I was like, Oh, she got bars, but I ain't paid too much attention. Right, right. But then when I heard her on um, Sway in the morning, because I think she, when I first kind of heard something from her, she had to be like 15, 14, something like that. Wow. And then when I heard her on Sway, when I heard her on Sway, she had to be like either 16 or something like that. Yeah. You know, but I was like, Wow, bars. Yeah. You know, I just like when people bring bars. To
0: so this is what I think is interesting is because someone like you who was able to see it like in its in its form where it was very word based and someone like me who also appreciates the lyrical uh, aspect of it, but can also appreciate the pop aspect of it as well. Um, I feel like I'm in a I'm 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 in a better place because uh, I don't have I'm not tied to anything particular like I, you know, I could listen to um, real hardcore rapping with, like, lots of lyrics and, and bars and simple uh, instrumentals, not too much musicality, or I could listen to something that's very poppy and very, like, you know, uh, crisp and, like, you know, catchy, um, but I can appreciate what's good about all of that stuff.
2: Because, one, you are uh, you musically inclined. You love music. So, when you have a passion for music, as you do, you know, you you, you, you see it all. I mean, you look at the musical great uh, people who we could say, you know, Prince, uh, Michael Jackson, this, that, and the other. They listen to everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know, I think it's different for a creative than a consumer. Like, you know, a consumer is gonna to listen to what they want, and that's what they have to. That's whatever's gonna make them feel good. You don't want to be trying to listen to stuff just because. You know, if if it's what you like, it's what you like. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I, me personally, you know, you know, I'm a hip hop head, but I never wanted to be a rapper. Yeah. So I was always a consumer, as you say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my loop started out from the root of of, of, of of rapping. And now where rapping has gone, I mean, I'm not trying to say that they don't have no talent. Don't get me wrong. But, you, you know, I don't see the...
0: The bars. Well, that's the thing that I, I have to tell a lot of the older people, no offense, because, you know, but the people that are up there that, you know, are, are purists to a degree sort of about lyrical prowess and bars and bars. You know, what you're talking about, it's, it's there and it's not just like, oh, well, maybe there's two or three guys that are doing it. No, 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 no. There are MCs that you're talking about with like bars, bars, bars that are are actually doing super big numbers. I'm talking about people like um, Griselda is a, is a real big group. You know, you got um, Royster59, who's a real, you know, great MC. Um, there's a lot of like pure, just raw bar hip hop that still exists that, you know, doesn't just like float around in the underground. I'm talking about they do numbers, you know what I mean? And uh, nowadays, because we're in the digital age, you can listen to anything that you want. You don't have to listen to things that are non-lyrical because there's an ample amount of artists that are doing what you're talking about.
2: But that's see, that's the catch to me nowadays. Difference between bars and throwing a good beat down. Yeah. And 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 like I don't know the groups that you mentioned. I can't say, but I'm. A, I'm a, when we get off, I'm I'm, I'm. I'm
1: going to hear. I'm going to go, and I'm. Going yeah,
0: to get I'll shit. Matter of fact, I'll post them in the in the comment section of this post. Some of these artists that are still doing what you're talking about. I'm talking about
3: bars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, but but the,
1: you know what I'm going to say is
2: like you know a lot of a lot of times a day they get a good some good beat or whatever just, you know behind them you know you know with people just, you know you or whatever and and you know whatever and they're not saying nothing yeah <laughs> you know they may have a hook and that hook is really the song yeah everything you know what I'm saying but everybody likes it because i mean like um it, it, you know like uh god um oh, like uh and everybody likes her but uh, what was song that yeah, it was like popular. Um and she talked about my money like, like she a pimp. What what um, I can't think Cardi B. Yeah, yeah, what's that song with um uh, uh about the money? That's <laughs> the money I better have my money. Or I can't think of it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah the hook was more it was way better than any bar she that, that hook about the money was way better than all the bars to me. <laughs> you know, like I, 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 I'm waiting to hear something go, whoa, that, yeah. whoa, like that was creative. You yeah, know what
3: I'm yeah. Saying? Yeah. And you put these this thing together and you go, whoa, oh, run it back. Let me hear that again. Yeah. I don't hear that. I
0: still, I, I yeah. that. I still can appreciate just the idea of just creating a vibe. Like everything doesn't have to be like a shock. Like, oh, we just said that because at one, at some point, like, when has everything already been said? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but but I don't want to get but too far know, off of that's it. The, that's, the,
1: that's the
2: creativity of it.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: You, listen, and, and that that's the mas- mastery of it. Yeah. You, you know, a, a feel or a vibe—that's cool. People lose to the feel or the or the vibe. You, you know, you know. My man,
3: come on. Hey, baby. Back. Hey, baby. Back. Hey, baby.
2: <laughs> Damn. Hey, baby. Back. Everybody was, oh, hey, baby.
3: Back. Yeah, hey, yeah. Baby, back. But it was just stupid. But it was more <laughs> of, like you say, the
2: vibe, the music, the way it puts you. And, you know, so cool. He did his thing. You know, I ain't knocking it. Yeah. But there was really no bars. There was really no, well, oh, wow,
3: he's creative. Yeah, you yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: You know. Yeah. Hold on one second. Yes. Yeah. So, um, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, there's a performance aspect that you're talking about that, um, is really important. And so, just so we don't get too far off topic, because we actually were, um, uh, trying to, I guess, make a point or talk about something uh, as far as it being... Uh, I guess that the true answer is because just from our conversation alone that we can't o- oversimplify the uh, the whole entire creation of this thing that we love so much that... How old are you now? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm 65. So, so pretty much... What, 30 years of your life, um, 30, 40 years of your life yeah. have been hip hop? Yeah. You've seen hip hop from, like, you've only had 10 years of your whole existence where you weren't watching or witnessing hip hop happen? Yeah, I've seen
2: the baby grow up, dog. Right.
0: So I was saying, like, so. <laughs> right. So someone like yourself, I can't say as much as I would like to take my, my, my people to take credit for something that exists. Because it's so versatile and there's so much things happening and it's exploded nationwide, we can't boil all of it down to the one moment. Even though it's widely accepted that DJ Cool Herc is the godfather of hip-hop, the the architect of the rap music that we know today, we can't with all conscience genuinely say... Uh, without being, you know, wrong, dead wrong, that Jamaicans invented hip hop period. It's way more complex than that. It it gets a little bit more crazier than that. And uh, it's it's uh, it's a lot more to it than just one particular event,
3: right? It's like this it's like everybody thinks that Michael Jones is because he made it popular.
1: Right.
2: Right. And he was like, whoa, okay. And then he learned how to do the moonwalk. And then everybody's thinking like, oh,
0: Michael Jackson, oh, he created the moon you know. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. Well, I think it's the um tap dancer, uh, what's his name? uh, uh some of the guy that played the first tap dance kick or Yeah, his guy. name was uh um hold on. Bill Bailey. A tap dancer. And he would basically tap dance and do the tap dance. And then, like, he would tap dance backwards and slide across the uh, the, the floor in a way where it looked like he was walking forward. So he pretty much invented the moonwalk. And then, of yeah. course, Michael Jackson popularized it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, so, you know, um, so, he you, 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 you really, I think, more of uh, uh, making it. Uh, who was more relevant in making it mainstream? Yeah, or or, or bringing it to the light? Yeah, that's why I said. Your history,
1: your history. I, you
0: know, but I think that when it part, comes to these histories, that we have to, as a people, want we we want to put a face to it or say this is the where it started because. But if hip hop is what thirty years old, we can say without without a shadow of a doubt that it's way older. But we want to yeah. put we want to put a face to it. we want to put a, a a a stamp on it like this is when it started this is the beginning this is the but we can't do that it's almost impossible.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm I mean, so you know, I mean, you know, like I said, you 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 gotta give uh um, reggae music, Clipso soul music, uh the music their props. of Of um. And like you said. Um. And, Come on, man. I mean, I mean, the Jamaicans been rapping before. I mean, I mean, I mean, before before they made it. Before we, before they took hip hop. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Hip hop, hip hop became more than rap. It became, you know, it wasn't even considered hip hop when when it when it started. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it literally wasn't even considered hip hop. Hip hop came later. Mm-hmm. You know, because. What white America always has to do,
1: they have to, or label something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, what are, what are we going to do this? Or what are we going
2: to do this? Or what are we going to do or what do you call yourself? Or, you know, because they, they got to study this.
1: They got to study this. Like I said, make sure you ain't no threat. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, you know, hip-hop comes later. You know, and, and um,
2: who would have thought Cafiti, you know, people was doing graffiti on the train and stuff, you know, before hip hop became popular.
3: Yeah.
2: And then that became part of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I mean Uh, I mean break dancing became became part of hip hop. Yeah.
0: You know, it was years before
2: you you know, now you, you, you you see all these famous breakdancers, everybody popping, yeah. you, 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 you know, groups, you know. But, you know, you know, I mean, God, now that that was the part that I was in. Uh, 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 you know, I, I, I was like, uh, I like the breakdance. And, you know, we had our little pool and we would go giving areas, battling people, putting <laughs> that together, you know.
3: Yeah.
2: So, so you know, um, hey, I didn't know it was going to be part.
1: Spinning on their head one time. I was <laughs> like, Dad! I was like, like, Whoa! Right. Man, did, he, did he just do that? So then, you know, you, you going
0: home, throwing a cardboard down on the ground, trying to figure this out. Yeah. Trying to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. So, so yeah, hip hop, yeah, hip hop has started out in the park, and everybody trying to chart. So I can definitely say that, um, I cannot say that hip hop was invented by Jamaicans, but, I can say that we have a very intricate... Uh, it, it, we invest, it, What was the word I'm looking for? A very intricate, very important role in what we know today as hip-hop music. So we're gaining on a 80-minute mark. I don't want to go too far. But um, just talking about this, like just talking about how we could talk about literally this for two hours straight without breaking and still not even scratch the surface, it's definitely very, very easy to say um, that... There's It's so nuanced and there's so much going on that you just can't pinpoint it to one particular event. And also, it also trips me out because of the fact that this is so complex and it's such a, a culturally driven thing. And it's so, uh, you know, uh, intricate that people would just go like there's literal people who have campaigns where they say rap is crap or they'll play a song on the radio and they'll if it's a pop record, they'll take out the, the rapper's verse. And it's just like, I just don't get how they could easily just like throw, or dismiss this whole art form as just a junk, you know, whatever, just because they, it doesn't appeal to their sensibilities. It's, it's it's really interesting because a lot of people that say that genuinely don't know what we're talking about, that this is something that like pretty much, you know, created a, an outlet for young Americans, black Americans, Hispanics. Um, to, to try and create something out of nothing and to just say that rap is trash. It's just like, you know, you don't understand that this is so much more complex than you can even fathom. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of moving parts. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of moving parts in hip-hop. And,
2: and like I said, each generation is taking it to another level and putting their own stamp on it. I may not like the stamp, all the stamps, <laughs> but
0: you just put your own, you may put your own stamp on it. Yeah, but know? they sending them it's letters like, out though and they got checks in them. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that's why it's so great. Man. That's, why, that's why I love hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, 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 that,
2: that's why I love
3: hip
0: hop. Well, I really appreciate you coming up here, Uncle Low, Lorenzo, Corny coming up on the on the show man and really giving us some perspective man I really appreciate you I hope we can get you back soon enough so we could uh I'm trying to do uh for the release of my grandma's single um the first 24 hours sabbath worship you know bible study thing on Friday night so if you want to come through and drop some bars for us man and let us know some stuff on Instagram live we would really appreciate you to come through man Yeah I, I would love to I even if it's for to. 10 minutes nah, 5 minutes whatever man yeah, I want to talk about Joseph. All right, you have a good one man. I'll talk to you soon.
1: You too my brother.
0: All right, bro. Peace. Yep, so uh That was the OG Lorenzo that was really just putting us on game, basically. Like, you know, what we know today as rapping and bars and hip-hop and R&B and all that stuff. I mean, he was there the whole time when it first started. He saw it happen in real time. He saw it come to fruition. And uh, while my pride and my culture makes me want to say, Jamaicans invented hip-hop, it's just not fair. I can't say it. And, um, you know... I appreciate y'all for listening, and this is episode four of the Late Bloomer podcast. We're going to go ahead and wrap that thing up because not only is it really hard for me to edit down a video that's, like, uh, this long, it's also really um, taking up a lot of space on my hard drive. (laughs) Let me stop. Anyway, I love Um, y'all. Jazz, I'm sorry that you just got into the IG portion of this thing, but I'm about to um, close it out. Um, I will be posting the episode on all streaming platforms and I might put it up tonight. It will probably hit all the stores by, you know, Thursday. So also keep an eye out for the single Pat, Peace and Tranquility, um, about my grandmother produced by Stone and, uh, love y'all. Peace and love.
1: Keeping it again